me to change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah. And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network, you already know, man, I only rock with legends, and today is Sunday, you know I don't do shows on no fucking Sunday, so today must be extra motherfucking special, and it is, man, we got Glasses Malone in the building, I really don't need to say anything else, man, I'm just gonna get the king on on, on the platform, what's going on, bro, how you doing? My God, what's happening, dog? Oh, man, life is good, man, how's you, how's your family? Man, everything is good, man, they all right, they all right, they just uh doing what they do best. Getting on my fucking nerves. Costing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me money. No, you already know, man. I know about that one, bro. <laughs> Whew, man. Yo, uh, what what is hip hop to you? I heard you ask somebody that don't know Jumper. Mm. Hip hop is the artistic expression of street urban culture. Um, took me a lot of time to figure that out. I started my journey in 2015 to get a real understanding. I really started the journey in 2012. And um, 11 years later, 12 years later, what I came up with is it's the artistic expression. Hip hop articulated is mm -hmm. artistic expression of street urban culture, you know, through through so many outlets. Right. As they say, the elements um, DJ and MC. DJ and MCing, um, dancing, break, break dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's be honest, man. Like, like to, to to keep it a buck. Like your generation probably is only concerned with with rapping. Fair to say oh, or not? Hell yeah, that's really fair. I mean, well, because yeah, we we right after obviously, I would consider Snoop like a second generation type of guy. Uh, I think. So we're probably like fourth generation guys to some degree. Fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely. I think we got I think we got some decent DJs, but I agree with you. We don't have any transcendent DJs, you know what I mean? I think it almost skipped a generation. Yeah. Like the I, DJ I, I look now at people is... like Mustard now and I think they're like transcendent DJs, but I, I think my generation, yeah, that's probably fair to say. Yeah, cuz I'm thinking of like 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 Grandmaster Jay, I mean not Grandmaster Jay, but uh Grandmaster Flash or or or, or uh uh Will Smith DJ man. I can't even Jazzy, think of nigga name. Yeah, Jazzy, yeah. Jazzy Jeff, uh DJ Scratch, you know, DJs that actually like perform artistic moments with turntables. And now DJs is more like DJ drama. Like they're really not, you know, they're not doing anything per se with turntables. But they putting out dope quality music, and it's a different thing. That's fair. That's fair. It's definitely kind of journey completely into the record itself. But I mean, even then, you take somebody like Jeff or Battle Cat, right? Um, Pooh or Bobcat. Um, quick, they used to do some really fantastic things with DJing on records. So I do think it's a missing art. Um, I push my DJ, I push DJ Head to do it all the time. Shout out to DJ Head, but I push him all the time to do special things and records, you know, with the turntable. So that's fair to say my generation is kind of they and then after kind of became so focused on just MCing itself. Making they, can listen, 
I'm listening to your shit, man. Cancel these nuts. No. Uh, fire, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But what I'm noticing is like you, you, uh, man, you, you like a throwback to an extent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, shit, you shit you was talking about. Like when I first got in this shit in 2008, when I first got my deal, um, Cash Money 2007-8, I didn't know much about hip hop outside of living the actual cultural experience itself. You know, I didn't really study the art of it. Like I, I was a walking embodiment of culture itself. And um, as I started to pick it up, I started noticing so many different things like, and I wanted to incorporate them, you know, now that I know them, you know, I took my, so 2007, I get my record deal with cash money. I get okay. a top 50 single in the country, not on the rap charts, on the hot charts, okay. on the hot 100 charts with Birdman and Mac 10 pushing it, certified with Akon and I'm having success and I'm making money, you know, and I don't got to sell Sherm no more. I don't got to sell PCP no more, you know, no dust. I don't got to sell it no more. Okay. So now my life has changed. So from 2007 to 2011, I just was relying on my natural abilities. You know what I mean? I'm an innate storyteller. Um, innately, I'm a storyteller. Like, right. And then I had the authenticity of the experience of the culture itself. You know what right. I mean? It was all real. But 2011, 12, I start going through this crazy journey triggered by my DJ, DJ Head. And it started off as records and then end up going into hip hop and end up going into marketing. And I realized that those things you're talking about were missing. You know what I mean? That graffiti edge. So when you look at the Cancel These Nuts covers and you see that graffiti, how Cancel These Nuts is written, mm -hmm. um, when you listen to Cancel These Nuts, it's all the scratching through the record. It's probably about four or five records with scratching. Um, so many different ideas with people dancing. The next video for the Loke, you know, I brought back, you know, B-Boy is in the video. You know what I mean? And not just journeying backwards but actually picking up where it would be at today if it never stopped you know everything is not i didn't go back and try to recreate the magic of you know the originals or the or my predecessors you know dog cube and exhibit and them i kind of said what would it look like in 2023 like i met the streets where they was at and then start marching in front of them right there and to me this is where it would be at let me ask you this how does success change your crippling that's a fucking fantastic question. How did success change my cripping? Uh, it didn't. Um, I couldn't give advice to homies. Okay. Like when homies would ask me for advice about how to deal with things, my younger homies, I couldn't give them advice about going to war because now I was no longer around to be shot. That's important to me. So I wouldn't, I would always discourage them to getting shit. Like, why would you need me to buy you some guns, nigga, if, if you can't afford guns, you can't afford to go to war. Um, it changed my crip in that way. Um, that's pretty much it. It just made me a lot more responsible with the things I tell the homies. I was watching the uh, uh, Tupac Must Die. Mm -hmm. Nigga, that's the most interesting take I've seen on 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 Tupac passing ever. Yeah. Why and what? Why would you do that? And 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 what was the uh, the 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 precipice? Like like what 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 made you just sit down and say, you know what? This story needs to be told from the opposite end. Uh, so two things, right? 
again, back to that same journey, 2011 or 12 to currently just learning what records and hip hop is. You know what I mean? Like learning what hip hop is, this street urban perspective of the people that grew up in these densely populated crime ridden communities. Um, you know, I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from, you know, the, the home street urban culturally of Crips and Bloods. So it's my job to give the take of those guys, especially the ones that can't speak for themselves. So it became the inevitable. It was either that or this song I wrote called Any White Man to Do, which was kind of like the mind of the A-Trades that started the L.A. riots in 92. Okay. I wrote That's two interesting. Songs. Tupac must die or any white man to do. I, got, I still got any white man to do. And it kind of voiced the frustrations of gang members in Los Angeles with the police and everything going on with white folks and how they were taking advantages. Even talking about Asians that had stores in the community at that time. So it was either one of those two songs and ended up being Tupac must die. Um, and so that's how I came up with that one. And what propelled me to what was the second part like what, what was the motivation oh just wanted to make real dope hip-hop like i was tired of not making really great hip-hop like i understood how to make great records i had certified at that time hater son come up i have a super west coast classic record called that good with ty dollar sign but now i wanted to add bricks into the foundation that we called hip-hop like i wanted to look at the foundation and make sure I had a brick in there. So I wanted to give something pure hip hop. And obviously Tupac is an iconic hip hop artist at one time, but at yeah. this point he's transcended that into a mainstream lore and legend yeah. to where white people have him up on the wall. And Tupac is as mainstream as Serial, you know yeah. what I mean, at this point. So he yeah. doesn't belong to us anymore. Like Martin Luther King doesn't belong to us anymore. So nice. then it put it in position for me to explain the street side of the story, which that's the responsibility of hip hop. Okay, let me ask you this. And rest in peace, little Sody, but I'm gonna always bring him up. But I did get a chance to interview him. Smart and I don't know, I don't know which car you in, so I don't want to be disrespectful. It's all the same, man. It, listen, there ain't no such thing as one car, no car. You just you either fuck with the streets or you don't. I, I feel you on that. Um but I, I remember asking him if if he thought uh 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 Shitty cuz, I think that's his name, was right. But I want to ask you about both situations. Do you think Orlando, from a street perspective, was was justified in what he did? And and was old boy in, in, in with the, the Nipsey situation? Was that a, a gang banging justification? If in no. fact Nipsey called that man a snitch. Okay, so the Orlando Anderson and, and Tupac Shakur situation, I understand how that happens because I didn't bust on people after jumping on me. So I would have to say I understand it. Um, I don't know the full dynamics of what happened with NH. NH is my partner for real. Like I fucked with Sodi too, but I've been fucking with NH with Nip since 2005. Okay. I mean, so he's a friend. Um, I don't really know. So I see this, I hear the conversation of that word and and that's what's happening. But what I heard is a lot more nuance to that. And it's a lot more things. Gotcha. So I can't really give you an honest answer because I don't quite know what happened. You gotcha. know what I mean? I don't really know. Like I, I've heard it in spectrums, but I don't know. So for me to say that I really understand what happened is I wouldn't be honest. Like I only know part of it. Okay. So I, 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 I can't. That. Versus, versus the baby lane situation. We knew exactly what happened. 
the first day it happened. Like I remember being in high school, we hanging out on the seven and everybody talking about baby lane had got jumped by the death row niggas at a casino. And then you hearing later on, you know what I mean? They got at him and shot him. You know, they shot Tupac. It was like, Oh, you know, you knew that was going to happen because that's the natural progression of, you know, street urban lifestyle. If you jump on somebody, usually somebody is going to get shot or shot at. So that's normal. Um, and that shit was like out of nowhere. You know what I mean? I've heard things before, but I don't quite know what happened because obviously even my homies from 60s, I won't verify with them. You know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. it, I don't, it, it's, it's never been as clear as what happened in that situation. Okay, This one has always been a little bit more murky. So I doubt he just said, hey, you know, you a snitch and blah, 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 and the nigga shot him. I don't believe that happened. Okay. From a, from a from a West Coast standpoint, which one hurt most? I knew Nip. You know what I mean? I knew Nip. It's completely different. Um, Tupac, you know, as somebody who enjoyed his music, I think every the world was hurt. But Nip, that was a friend. So it, it's always going to feel a little different. You know what I mean? Almost, if if it wasn't the day before April Fool's Day, I almost want to say, man, was this, you know, they getting the early start on April Fool's Day or something? You know what I mean? Because it was March 31st, so. Like that, that's, that's somebody I fucked with for real. You know what I mean? And I, I genuinely had love for her. We, not only records, but we talked about real life. You know what I mean? We put out our first mixtapes the same year. Me, Nip, and J-Rock. You know what I mean? So that's going to always be a lot closer to me than, you know, somebody I grew up listening to as just a rapper. I feel you on that one. Um, damn, what, what song was that? Uh, 21 Stimmy Flow. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But I kind of walked away feeling like you was blaming Africa for slavery. Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Because there's no way you should be able to let sell your people to somebody else. I don't care if you don't like them or not. There's no way possible. I don't think that happened. Well, I know that didn't happen in every instance. But it didn't happen. It shouldn't happen in one instance. Right now, Africa should be at war with America right now. What's the difference between that and gangbanging? Literally, I I've never sold a nigga to nobody. Not you personally. Not my the, homies ain't never sold. No, nobody. no, no. I ain't talking about selling. But what's the difference between killing somebody and selling them? Completely different. Really? If we, if we have a circumstance, I love your platform. These are fucking fantastic questions. So let's start there. But I appreciate Listen, that. <laughs> we have a I know because niggas be lame, bro. So this is incredible. Um, forgive me to all other niggas that be lame. You know what I mean? Y'all just gotta work for me. Fantastic questions. No, so it's one thing, right, for tribes to fight. Right? Okay. It's one thing for tribes to fight. Tribes fight. You know, okay. human beings fight. Russia's fighting Ukraine right now. Tribes fight. You know, for what something mean? tangible though. Gangs is not fighting for nothing tangible. It's always something tangible. We just don't feel that way. From the outside looking in, people think it's about colors or blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's over the same respect. It's always over the same limited resources. Even if the limited resource is respect. Okay, you know what I mean? You. you don't get a ton of respect when you go out in this world. God damn it. Within this one mile radius, y'all motherfuckers is going to respect me. And that don't mean a lot to somebody who got a middle class job or somebody that's, you know, that's doing well for themselves. But to wealthy people and poor people, you know what I mean? Respect is everything. And they will kill you over it because it's their sole possession. Okay. So it's different when you're fighting somebody and then somebody dies. You know, you 
It's different. Like my mom always say, you my son, I could take you out. I brought you in. But if you sell me to somebody else, this is different. Right now, Africa, the continent of Africa should be at war with the continent of Europe right now and the continent of North America right now because of that. I can understand that one. And I, right I, now, I, I you, can't disagree with that. If you at, sold, at the very least, we yeah. sh- they should not be selling or having any business transactions with the motherfuckers at all. And they still sell the shit to them. So the continent of Africa, that's very disappointing for those Western. Obviously, this is not the whole continent, but those Western places that were selling people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That shit is sucker shit. Hell yeah, that shit irritates my fuck. I'm mad as fuck about that. And now it's starting to leak on records. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I think they wrong. It's completely different being at war. with. I, I have nothing to say about the tribes in Africa and Nigeria that are at war. Nothing. That's they. I don't know why they fighting. I can't. I wish I could bring peace to humanity. But niggas is crazy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about black people. Human beings in general, living things are crazy. Bears fucking fight and kill each other. Lions fight and kill each other. I can't tell you what's wrong with living things to where everybody is fighting over something, right? But if you sell a motherfucker, you a chicken shit piece of shit. You know I ain't gonna argue with you on that one. I, but I am I, I'm, again. I'm gonna say that it wasn't everybody. I don't want you know the fact that it's entirely too many. It's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I could see if, if I could see if the just of it was all thievery, but most of it ain't thievery. They literally been apologizing and they didn't immortalize the slave port coat, you know, the slave ports on the coast where they were selling people. Okay, now you've been you've been all over the internet. Niggas hate you or love you one way or another because you said basically uh, that Snoop was a bigger uh, star than Tupac. So the context got lost in that. I said, so the conversation started because everybody was saying I didn't like Snoop Tupac. That's why I made a song. Okay. Right? And it's like, that's I not disagree cool. with that. But that's what the general principle was. So gotcha. when people would ask me the question, they were saying, they were asking me questions to try to validate their thought of I didn't like Tupac. So within one of those conversations, it was like, oh, you a crip like Snoop. You know, that's why you don't like Tupac and Tupac thought he was a blood. And I was like, first off, Tupac and Snoop were friends. You know what I mean? They had the issues towards the end of Pac's life, but they were cool. And he was like, oh, no, you know, uh, Tupac made Snoop. Di-. And it's like, no, actually, Snoop Dogg embraced Tupac. Snoop Dogg had the greatest success before Tupac. Part of Tupac's success is because Snoop Dogg is who he was, which is why Pac wanted to come to death row. Like in his handwritten contract, right? Tupac's handwritten contract with Death Row, one of the terms was feature with Snoop Dogg. Like Snoop Dogg had to feature on a song. That's in the contract. It's not Suge needs to promote me or Suge needs to take a picture with me. It's Snoop Dogg needs to be on the single. And Dr. Dre needs to produce a remix. That's how much Tupac understood where Snoop Dogg was at in hip hop. He didn't say nobody else. He put Snoop Dogg. That was the contract. I didn't, when I signed a Cash Money Records, I did not put, I need a feature with Lil Wayne. Why didn't you? Because I didn't even look at it like that. I mean, obviously, is I wasn't as smart as Tupac was. No, because I got five songs with Lil Wayne. Okay. I never thought for two seconds nobody at Cash Money wouldn't work with me. I never even cared. 
I don't even believe in can't nobody validate who I am. That's I mean, how I looked at it. From a practical business standpoint, that was smart on, on Pops. It was insanely brilliant. Yeah, like he, the, for, the foresight of, of thinking about that. It was ridiculous. The whole situation, he was brilliant. The only yeah. he actually didn't make really many mistakes from that time period from his time in prison when he devised the plan of taking over hip-hop finally when he devised that plan right as he watched everything happen he watched puff you know use him getting shot as a marketing ploy to launch biggie further you know what i mean with dropping the record around the same time knowing that would create a question and he decided that he was going to use that in his marketing plan and then he came and he figured out every play upon execution it was brilliant it was probably yeah. the greatest execution from any you know musician minus michael jackson now i will say that i think the what was lost in that is that i don't think you were saying he was a bigger star than than tupac he was a bigger hip-hop artist than no, tupac he was a bigger star than tupac he was not bro yeah he was no he wasn't yes he was no, to, today he's not a bigger star than of course he is. no he's not of course no, he's he not no he's tupac not tupac is the most Listen, man, there's only three people probably more famous than Snoop Dogg in the fucking history of the world. Michael Jackson, Jesus, and Mickey Mouse. See, like, see that's, the West, that's, that's the West Coast bias coming right there, bro. That's just not true. That Listen, there's no such thing as a West Coast. A West Coast bias would be for me to tell you how great Dove sees the shadiest one is, knowing that you might have <laughs> didn't hear that. Okay. I don't okay, got to argue. That's outlandish, though, but yeah, I'm but just saying. Not, that That's not. I'm saying like a, a bias with like the shadiest one is our Nas Illmatic and I understand what New York means to the world but I also understand what LA means to the rest of the world that's a bias Snoop Dogg is much bigger than West Coast anything and and he's been much bigger than West Coast anything since the first day okay see I personally not ever having well I was 10 when I stepped foot in San Francisco I don't even remember this shit to be quite honest but from the Midwest standpoint growing up in Detroit like there, Tupac will always be a bigger star. Snoop had a bigger, and, and I wouldn't even say a bigger album because I don't think that Doggy Style sold more than All Eyes on Me. Yeah, but so All I, Eyes on Me, and and that's where the conversation comes from. All Eyes on Me is also because of what Snoop did. Snoop created the foundation for All Eyes on Me to be what it was. That's why you went right to the record that Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg's property. Okay, but what 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 would do it? Pop, I think I want to say it's on the top ten all-time hip-hop art uh, selling albums. Pop got like two of them. Sure, I think he's he's also one of the most successful selling artists in the history of hip-hop. And, and if we be honest, and I've said this before, this is nothing new. But Snoop Dogg got Doggy Style, which is for me might be the best hip-hop album ever. Sure, and then a bunch of other stuff that I would well, not even listen to. You're looking at it wrong, right? So the Chronic is Snoop Dogg's album. Don't matter whose name on the front of it. He's on 14 of the 15 songs. Okay, I give you. He wrote that. pretty all much right. 15. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm wrong. All right, I, I go the, that in the chronic. That's it. No, murder was the case. Came out that sold three million out. Mind you, they're putting out records at the exact same time. Murder was the case is not doggy style in the chronic though. It's totally not, not disagreeing with it, but you, st but none of those other Tupac records are all lies on me. Not one. Machiavelli. Not even that one. And he passed away. I literally just had a conversation. You're killing, killing me with that. Somebody one, bro. This is the truth. This is my favorite Tupac record. Machiavelli is dog father if Tupac doesn't die. 
it's going to be a record that people don't receive well. They're going to be talking about the lackluster production coming from another record that had Dr. Dre and the great and the best production in the world. He had fell out with Johnny J, right? Because Johnny J didn't sign with him. He had literally put out a record with what they would call that death row, the rack room. So then him passing created the marketing space that we hear it with. That's why Hail Mary is so fantastic because he passed away. It's Yo, Hail Mary is a just really a good record. Dope album. I mean, a dope it, record. It, it, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's a complete, it's received differently. It's received differently. It's <sighs> ominous. The whole feel of Machiavelli is ominous because it's fucking titled Machiavelli. <laughs> and he passed away. And, and if you know any history of marketing, there's a lot of things that make that record a lot more special than from a production standpoint, it probably was. It's not even mixed well. I get what you say, but it's 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 mixed. It's I get what you're saying. Tupac died and we wanted anything exactly. Tupac at the time. Again, it's dog father if he doesn't die. That's the follow-up to all lies on me. That shit is dog father if he doesn't pass away. Okay, but it's that part, like, I'm with you on the other Hello. shit, man. But that one is just that. Mm, no, dog. Like I don't remember a song on Dog Father. Not yeah, one. But you only remember every last Machiavelli song because he passed away. But I still listen to them, like, and I don't listen to them like, oh man. Because again, we're celebrating the the mystique of somebody who passed on the greater places. I don't do the same thing with Biggie. Yeah, but Biggie, he was the nigga all the time alive. He didn't have a record that passed that that came out after right after he passed away. There was no there was no mystique to it. I mean, and Biggie got all shit. The fucking double CD came out after he died. That look at what that sold. Look at yeah, what Matt Belly sold, and then look at what uh, 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 Life After Death's um, Life After Death sold. Yeah, but I don't look at Life After Death with with nostalgia or you know I don't look at it like oh it's better than this because he died. If anything. I mean, it, it sold diamond, didn't it? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recall about that one. Life after death, we're hypnotized. I wouldn't doubt it, but I, I, I don't want to get on here and lie to you. Well, I, I think, at, I, I think at a certain place, right? You, we, we, we making it personal versus obviously what the whole world sang the prizes of, right? Well, obviously, life after death was received the same way. It's, it's a diamond album. So there's no validity to okay. Well, you 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 share a kindred spirit with Snoop more so zero, nothing. That literally zero. Snoop is from Long Beach. I'm from Watts. Yes, we're Crips, but there's a thousand Crips around the world. I share the same kindred spirit as with Snoop as I does as with my nigga Wink from Brooklyn, Flatbush. That's from UG Crip. Which actually, I um, me personally. And I've had this conversation on the show before, but I I, I I actually take points away from Snoop because I feel like you promoted a lifestyle to the globe that was not conducive to black people being together. But of course it's conducive to black people being together. How? Because Crips brought people together. No, Crips brought niggas in LA together or niggas on the West Coast. And that yeah. didn't even do. Matter of fact, I I can't even give you credit for that because y'all fighting each other. Because people fight each other historically. There's no crip. There wasn't. But you can't have it both ways, bro. Well, that's not true. Then you would have to be, you'd have to be against human existence itself. Because human existence historically has fought each other based off whatever premise that they create to divide themselves. 
They could draw a line in the dirt and be like, y'all over there, I'm over here, fight. It's what they've been doing since human, since life has been life. But you can't say that Crippen brought people together and then say, well, we separated and that's okay because we're human. You can't have it well, both ways. That's not, all I'm saying. Crippen didn't separate, right? It's just the fact that people fight. Like, you're so you're asking like an intelligent mind, right? And I'm not saying intelligent on some smart shit, but like just a thinking mind, a Got sober you. thinking mind. Got you. Is there a connect? I, I went to New York and put 300 Crips in a video mm-hmm. because I'm a Crip and everybody know I'm a Crip. Okay. That shows you what Cripping can do if used correctly. Again, whatever tool you give a person, that person is going to dictate how the tool is used. Okay, I could see that if Snoop was dictating how the Cripping was used. He wasn't. Well, I think Snoop pretty much talked about partying. I don't think Snoop music really was like warmongering music. You know what I mean? I think it was all about partying with different people. And that's the problem right there. It promoted cripping as if everything about it was was a party, was forties and bitches, and it was pretty much ninety percent of the days. It is forties and bitches. Really, I mean, it's not somebody dying every day. I mean, this is not. I mean, I don't know where that's happening at. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, maybe, not, I'm, maybe I'm seeing the wrong shit, there, bro. I'm telling you, it's, it's just kind of the highlights. It's like watching ESPN and thinking a basketball game is all slam dunks. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like gang banging is more days in in, in more day. De- How many people got killed in Friday? The movie? Yeah. Nobody did. I remember. That's pretty much most days in the hood. Right? How many people got killed in boys in the hood? Ricky. Right? And then the man that they found dead. The man that they found dead, yeah. And then remember they killed Ferris because of it, right? They killed Ferris and his homeboys. Yeah. Okay. Some days. Well, technically, yeah. we don't know if they died, though. Well, he's well. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Right. But you know, Doughboy died, right? Because yes. Yeah, some days this is what happens. But if it's three hundred days, if your hood has sixty-five days of violence, if your direct neighborhood has sixty-five days of violence, it would be otherworldly. So it's three hundred sixty-five days in a year. If if the sixties don't have sixty-five days of violence. Not right there. Okay. Again, it's all right. In the worst neighborhood in Detroit, it's not sixty-five days of violence. In the worst, in the worst neighborhoods in fucking St. Louis, it ain't sixty-five days of violence. Again, black black street life is so fucking over criticized. You know what I mean? Like it's just this. I can't believe what's happening. How are you guys? Blah blah. Like yes, prim people settle things primitively. Yes, they do. Because they don't have a lot of reasons to really care about tomorrow. You know what I mean? When you're that oppressed, when you're that deprived of, 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 of simple things, you know, like the ability to earn, you know what I mean? It's put outside of your wheelhouse. When you really not getting a good job at school, you don't know how you're going to eat. Maybe your mother is on drugs. All of these things that create these environments, right, that mm-hmm. breed that life of crime. Yes, people are going to fight over limited resources. I got you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's I wish poor people around the world would pull together and work together. But again, especially not in America where it's built on a capitalist society of you not shit if you don't have shit. That's gonna drive motherfuckers crazy. 
So I'm not I, I don't want to sound like I'm making an excuse for people fighting. I'm saying people a little, fight, bit, little bit, but I get what you're saying. No, but people fighting is like people breathing air. It's the inevitable since it's been two. It's just going to be that way. There's there's no people always going to fight, especially when you decide that these people over here need to have entirely too much at the expense of these people over here having not enough. I want to argue with you so bad on that one, bro, but I can't. I, I know because I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. No, bro, look, I had this, I had this conversation with the dean of USC. I had this conversation with the chief of police, the LAPD. It's unarguable. It's not even an argument. It's not like I'm, I'm not defending gangs, right? That's a waste of time. I don't, it's criminals, right? But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is historically, this has been the journey of the human experience. On every continent, long as poverty exists there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is what's going on in Nigeria. Yeah. Okay. Crazy? Totally different stuff. Why, why do you give a fuck who Kanye married? Well, it's, it's not that, right? Like, culturally, my job is to transfer messages to the rest of the country of my predecessors. All the lessons that I've learned, right? And Kanye cannot marry a whore because your life is going to be in shambles. Here's the present. Because nobody might have told him that. Maybe he didn't grow up listening to Dr. Dre and all the wisdom they were sharing with him. Top five MCs West Coast all time. West Coast are all, all everywhere. I was about to say Kanye teach. in my top five. It's funny. But really? <laughs> Kanye is in my top five as far of as MCs? Me. Yeah, yeah. Favorite. Oh my God, bro. Okay, wait a minute. I wanted to hear the West but, Coast, but now you got but, 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 West Coast, but, but West Coast, but West Coast, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go dog, I'm gonna go cube, I'm gonna go short, I'm gonna go 40. And strictly because he made the shadiest one, I'm gonna go dub C. Stri I, I, it's between sugar free and dub C. No Raz Cass, nigga? No, 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 no. Shout out to Cass. Cass is the shit. But nah, man, I don't, look, you you got to make a good record. I don't, I'm not okay. listening to no nigga rap, rap acapella, man. I, I hate that we bringing this with Cass' name. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I listen I what to saying. really good records all the time. Yeah. So yeah. can Cass MC? Can so a lot of homies MC? Yes, but you got to do it within the confines of the record. If you fuck the record up because you fucking MCing and you fuck it up, you fucked up the experience. Because I don't care about you more than I care about the fact I'm listening to music. Mm. I can't, I'm listening to music. I get what you I saying. wouldn't listen to acapellas. I would never listen to, there's no acapella hit records. Even Shy had, they was humming the bass line. You know what I'm saying? I listen to music. So you got to go with the music. It's what makes me so critical over somebody like Nas. I could tell like when he be writing, when he wrote before he heard the beat, I'm like, bro, don't do that. That's why life is good is better than Illmatic. I could tell life is good is better than Illmatic because life is good was crafted to the music. Oh, but this is music. Nigga, that's stop it. Stop it, bro. That's oh, true. My, my soul just cracked a little bit. I understand. I get it. I know. I get it. Some of these <laughs> things go against. <laughs> some of these things are because some of these things are against 
the Ten Commandments of hip hop. But guess what? This is the newest testament. Somebody has to come through and fulfill the Old Testament. This is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. You know what I mean? I don't I'm, make, I'm, I don't I'm make, it, I don't make it true, bro. It's true. Yeah, Illmatic is one of the top five hip hop albums of all time. No. 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 Life let is get, good. Let me, let, me, let me guess. You get, let me guess. You got Dub C in top five albums no, of all time. Too. That's my guy. Shady <laughs> one is my shit. Street, street gospel there. If you missed out, I'm not pushing these on you. Okay, I you got you. You missed out. Although, although, wait a minute. Who, who was that? It was a group. It was him and uh, DJ Aladdin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, low pro. Low pro. Nigga. When yeah, them niggas came out, you could not tell me that they were not the next EPMD. Matter of fact, me and my boy in school was like, fair. these the next niggas. Fair, fair. But you could tell, you could hear all the EPMD in their shit. And he cool. had to find his way back home. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so if you, no, you know, life is good is better than nomadic. That Remember I told you that, go back and listen to both records and then we'll have this conversation. Then you'll be like, okay, G. Even if you can't say it publicly, privately, you'll be like, <laughs> yo, you want to you're not tripping. You're not tripping. Because I listen with unbiased ears. Like, this is fucking Nas. You know what I mean? Like, so it's funny because Kanye went on a rant and my homeboys hit me. They was like, you be saying that all the time. Like, you right. Like, cuz that's because he be writing them lyrics down. Cuz, like, feel me? Like, you don't get nobody to make you. He over there doing that Elton John shit, but you don't got the producer to give you the music crafted around what you writing. I get will, right. I'll give you that with Nas. But I just were not for Illmatic. Like Illmatic, was, yeah, no, no. Life is good is better than Illmatic. Now it's okay. not greater. Illmatic shaped generations. Let me, I get I'm, it. I'm, 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 you asked the question on Instagram. Can you be two West Coast? Sure. Dub C is two West Coast. Hell no. Yes, yes, he is. Listen, man. I'm going to do your. Go listen to the shadiest one. If you. you there's not an album okay. in the history of the West Coast more West Coast. Now, this is, again, this is Glasses being, this is my hometown. Now, okay. this would be the closest to bias that I have. Now, mind you, Dove C is from the West Side. Dove C grew up in the 111s, him and Q. That's at least 15 minutes from where I'm from, so it's not a personal attachment. But if you want to hear a fucking fantastic, probably the best in most West Coast, Los Angeles, Southern California album, the shadiest one is it. It's but that's my point. One. He's too West Coast. That's the point of it. Why would you not want to take the trip to where you're listening to? Imagine you, 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 asked, the, you asked the question, though. Can you be yeah. too West Coast? And I'm telling you, yes, you can. And he's a prime example. So soul food could have too much seasoning? Yes. No. You know, like, like I, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 51. Okay. You, you, about, yep, you got me by about almost a day. I remember when the South could do no right. When? Everything. Oh, are you kidding me? When? I see. I don't know because the North could be different. Oh my God! No, I'm talking about like when 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 New York had a stranglehold. You know, they had a stranglehold from from the birth till really um, like people people didn't count Two Live Crew because yeah, Two because Live they Crew was in the West Coast. No, Two Live Crew wasn't from the West Coast. That was from Miami. Everybody in Two Live Crew is from California except Luke. Well, from the rest of us, them niggas was from Miami. Sure, sure, sure. Shout out to that. Yeah, Miami. But they, they got on using Miami sounds. Well, no, a California producer made that. 
I'm just telling you, like they sounded like MC Shadi. They sounded like I'm sharing with you some gang. Everybody at the time from down south was on some bounce booty music. Sure, we talking about in the eighties. Yeah, and so we talking about and, before we talking about before the arrival of the almighty ghetto boys. Yeah, yeah, and and and, 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 and to be ball. to be real, like even though the ghetto boys did their thing, it really wasn't until the, the, the dungeon family, the dungeon family, kicked the door open to never return. Yeah, no. You know, so uh, no, but no, no, before no. then, no, 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 like, no, 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 ghetto boys kick the door open for no return. Rap a lot, gotta be for real. Like I, I see that. See that's a northern bias. Like I, I, I think it's funny because as much as the Midwest should be in the middle, it's so leaning east that y'all miss out on so much wonderful things. Like y'all missed out on. We do. We stuff. fuck with like Scarface top five all. all all time for me, like we fuck with the Ghetto Boys, no, 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 but no, I no. think I think the Ghetto Boys were viewed as like an isolated incident, and the Dungeon Family was viewed as a movement. That's all I'm saying. Rap a lot, yes. So you said you said the Dungeon Boys, the Dungeon Family was fucking with rap a lot. Yes. Are you kidding no. me? No. No. Who else in rap a lot? You got, bro. I'm, the fact that we said rap a lot. Yeah, we said rap a lot because of the Ghetto Boys. That's it. Scarface as a solo act, you gotta yes. make sure you include uh, 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 my boy from New Orleans. Uh, uh, I'm just a player, my slip in my mind right now. Um, everything came through Rap a Lot from the South. Hell, Rap a Lot is the reason you have Drake. If anything, I'm gonna say Suave House was more influential than Rap a Lot outside of the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, but Suave House, well, I ain't finna say nothing about Draper. Draper knew what he was fucking doing. So listen, I'm I'm saying I think Atlanta gets entirely too much credit for the Southern movement. Okay, I'll, I think Atlanta is just as important as Texas and as important as Tennessee. But somehow along the line, everybody only celebrates Georgia, and it's like that's not true. The first time I remember the Southern force being something was out of Texas. You, I mean, you know what it was. If, if you discount Florida, if you discount Florida's contribution with obviously two live crew. And with the, the, I think the thing was is that when Atlanta popped, they pulled other people in. When 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 Texas popped, it was just nigga. If you with us, you with us. These other niggas, when like Atlanta seemed not that it was necessarily you know the truth the truth or not, but they seemed to be more. It's a us versus them situation, and, yeah, and Texas really. seemed to be like you know what we got all nigga y'all y'all can do it on your own. What you mean as far as like somebody from other places? No, somebody like uh uh like somebody that's not in the dungeon family, but they still hey, you know what, we're gonna rock with y'all. You know, like the whole the whole Dallas Austin, uh the whole movement down there seemed yeah, to be rooting for everybody each other. moved to Atlanta. Like most people from the north, right? From the east and the north moved to Georgia. Yeah. So it's not so much they had to reach out. Everybody was moving down there because it was cheap living. So even when I first started going to Georgia, Atlanta around mm. the time, like, you know what I mean? You would go and you would see as many New York hats as you would see Atlanta hats. So there was probably a time when people from Atlanta acted like people from New York. That's how yeah. much, to me, New York was, you know, influential down in what Georgia was. So, but I don't think Georgia... As a as a as a state, it's more important to the southern movement than New Orleans. 
you know, obviously Louisiana, Florida, or Texas. They all pretty much have the same contributions at some place. I have, to give, I have to give you Louisiana. Because Louisiana is fucking ridiculous. It's out of control. Yeah, because yeah, cause like, like especially Master P, like his music didn't, like, like, like they, their music didn't age as well as Cash Money for me. But the impact at the time, yeah. To me, to me, that's when because I remember Outkast feeling disrespected when I was young. Yeah. I remember the, uh, the, the Source Awards. Yeah, you never heard that from them Louisiana niggas. Them Louisiana niggas got respect from the first day that they start making noise. When it was, uh, which let's say if, if Beast by the Pound music didn't age quite as well, I can understand why you said that. it was very synthy at times. Um. Shout out to the homies because they got some shit, but they never did that shit. You respected Louisiana the first day. Louisiana was respected the whole time. So I they, they I, was I, known more for bodies too, though. Yeah, you knew they wasn't playing. When it yeah, came to the culture, it wasn't, you know, fucking. <laughs> you knew the niggas wasn't playing at all. Get out of jail every 30 days. Nigga, kill it every 30 days. Oh. Wonder why y'all murder rate so high. 30 days, nigga. Man. Ain't nobody come up. 30 days, you going home. Kill another nigga. Yeah, like so, they, you no, know, no, like... but I'm saying, but even musically, you know, Manny Fresh, all the stuff Beast by the Pound was doing, Mouse, even now, you know what I mean? It's some really fantastic music makers out of there. You know what I mean? Like uh, some fantastic MCs. I mean, it's it's I just think Georgia for some reason gets all the credit, and it's like that's not how I remember it. Well, because you know I mean? the big I, boys was in Georgia. You know, the big companies. They had, you know, like even, even Louisiana, they had to go elsewhere at a point, you know, especially LaFace. When LaFace like really went down there yeah. and said, we about to set up shop, they brought like heavy hitters with them that, that may not even been fucking with them or whatever the case, but they bought heavy hitters. It, you know, even Louisiana probably to this day. Outcast, Outcast is from Georgia, so we don't have no debate. Killer Mike is from Georgia. But again, Little Wayne is from Louisiana. Again, Scarface is from Texas. Again, Rick Ross is from Florida. You know what I mean? Again. Oh, I'm not I'm not putting Rick Ross in the same sentence as those Yeah, 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 yeah. Rick Ross is in my top five personal. Really? Okay. We, we dog, in my personal top five, dog, yay, Jay. Not no order, but it could be yay, dog, face, Ross. Hold up, I'm sorry. Snoop, Jay, yay. Face Ross. That's my top five. That's my favorite music as far as hip hop goes. I know, right? Because Ross is in there, <laughs> right? But I'll, I get it. I'll, give, with Ross, Ross I'll say this. Of, I'll say one thing. Ross, Ross, Ross have a ton of A plus albums, right? He doesn't, right? It's not what he does. But Ross is a nigga that gets B pluses, B minuses all the fucking time. All the time. And it's yes. always going to be a consistent feel. Like he's in character and yes. he's stomped down, you know, he staunch with it because like he knows the shit and he bring it. And when I hear it, I'll be like, that motherfucker. It don't people ask me all the time, oh, you know, because his name or he's not. I don't man, listen. Your job is to create the culture, right? The music for the culture. And that motherfucker does a fantastic job of it. I will say this with Rick Ross. He and I'll say this too. As far as picking beats for him, not a soul is better. And just formulating the choruses and picking the right flows and not, he don't fuck the music up. 
No, no. He, he just goes with the music. He just man. I, I will and, say, and, and that that's what it is. You know what I mean, the Scarface. Oh, Scarface is just a that's his that guy. Nigga, if God was a rapper, that's him. Like if God started rapping, I, I, I said Street Crip. Look, if God started rapping, <laughs> that's how that nigga. That's how God was saying. He'd be like Scar. He'd be writing the same shit Scarface is writing. So where you at? Amongst the guys I like, yeah. Oh, and that's a long way to go. Them niggas is listen. The niggas that I think so right now, I think I'm as good as anybody that could do it today. Okay. Right. But like okay, so it's not fair, right? Because Snoop Dogg is not Snoop Dogg without Dr. Dre. He's Snoop Dogg, but Dr. Dre is Dr. Dre, right? This is the greatest tandem of DJ and MC and in a long time. You know what I mean? It, if hip hop is a party, if it's a if it's a cool party, there's there's not a cooler party than Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. That is the party you would want to be at. You know, it's the, it's the most street urban party that there is. And you'd be like, man, you'd be up in that motherfucker. You probably got. I, I got no arguments know? there. You know what no. I mean? So it's like, and then Scarface. Like we we can't deny what you know the boy been doing for him for years. Uh uh the white cat, I don't know why it's slipping my mind because I was finna work with him on something. Low, low key, like you like Scarface doesn't take the credit that he he should as a producer. As a producer. But but he do got some dope dudes, right? He got yeah, he NO Joe. NO Joe is fucking unbelievable. Like, I don't know how we even one of my favorite ice cube albums. Now I wouldn't put this amongst like I wouldn't talk to hit the greatest Ice Cube albums. That's a different conversation. But one of my favorite Ice Cube albums is War. It's produced by No Joe, right? And then uh, what's the like I said? What's the white cat that work with Kanye all the time now? Oh, he's gonna, he gonna see this. He's gonna talk shit because I talk to him all the time, and I don't know why. Scott Storch, are you? No. Um, the boy that worked with Yale, that's fucked up because I know who this nigga is, and I love this nigga to death. Well, I'm not exactly working with Ye, so I don't know. No, but you know who this person is because he worked with Scarface. Scarface pilfered him. I mean, they pilfered him from Scarface. From Scarface. Yeah, a lot of great shit come from Scarface. But why are you dude. looking that up? Why is because it's is, important I get this nigga name right? Because no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying. Why is 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 Yay so high up as a rapper for you? Because Yay is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Not 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 producer wise, but as Ye a rapper, fantastic. Yeah, Yay makes some of the greatest fucking record. So let me tell you, this is the thing with Ye, right? Because uh, Dean, Mike Dean, nigga. Give me that, Mike. Yes, yes. Me, I didn't, Mike. I, you know what? I didn't Forgive know that guy me, was Mike. a white dude. Give I didn't know he was a Mike. white dude. Give me Mike. Never seen the man before, so you didn't talk to Because he's incredible, and I've been begging to work with him. Like, this motherfucker forgot my name. Forgive me, Mike. But, like, this is what Scarface offering, right? But So Kanye, right? It's like... So this is the thing with Ye. There's two things about Ye. When Ye came, he allowed hip hop to go through what it's going through now, where it's finna be pretty much hijacked by white people. This is gonna be what happened to it Rock ain't and Roll. Finna be. I'm sorry to cut you off. It already is. Sure, facts, right? I ain't mad at that. All right, so, but there's never been such a scientist when it comes to engineering hip hop records. He is fucking fantastic. Like, 
we listen to like sometimes people get mad and they be like, man, yay, don't be he be he don't be on that shit no more. Yay was never on that shit. Yay's first when I first heard the first Kanye single, it was like an all-American car crash with a nigga with insurance, and that's what the rap was about. You know what I mean? It was always like some middle class Eddie Winslow shit. It was. You know what I mean? And we didn't care because you know why? His ability to engineer that Shaka Khan sample to make that song cuz is like uncanny. Like this motherfucker is ridiculous. And nobody is better as an MC at conveying their point. No matter whatever the point is, he got it. And to me, MCing is more than just, you know, rapidy, 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 papity. You know what I mean? MCing is also getting the message across. It's too much stuff that's diverting away from the message. You know what I mean? And it's like, Ye is the best at delivering the message. Like, whatever he wants you to know as an MC, the music and him together are going to work. And like, Rick Ross is diet at what Kanye does. I would put the, well, the, the Cube is way better at it to me. Yeah, but Cube, Cube messaging, which I'm not mad because Cube is, is one of those guys, you know, for a long time. Before Rick Ross was there, that was Cube in my top five. Um, but Q stopped making records, right? So it's different. Um, yeah. Although he Q, got he got some shit coming out. I talked. Yeah, about nah, and I'm excited to hear. I want to see where yet with it. Um, I heard the way he was talking was that it was that it was that America's most cute. You know what? I, it's funny because that's a whole conversation we could have about Snoop changing the face of him sing. That's a, and a pressure was putting on Cube to become a better songwriter. Pressure was putting on Pac to become more of a gangster rapper. The pressures that that the Chronic and Doggy Style Snoop's records created. Is is one of the impacts, it's probably the greatest impact ever on hip hop, and nobody would ever admit it. You know I, I, mean? I, I, I personally I, I prefer America's most cube and death certificate cube over any other cube. I'm predator in war. Really? I don't like the Chuck D cube. Like I like it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, right? Summer vacation, uh 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 dice game song, uh the songs that are really good, Burn the Hand, I, I get it. Yeah. But I think he was still trying to figure himself out even then. I think he was listening to Chuck D and kind of doing his rendition. I think with NWA, it was like Easy e He was kind of doing that. Yeah. I think when he finally got to the Predator and all the way to War, you know what I mean? It's funny because War now is my favorite Ice Cube album. That or West Side Connection. See, I'm going to go right. back and listen to that one. Yeah, because it's really fantastic. Like, I think he found himself by himself. So, um, you know what I don't understand is why, like, when you go back and look at your interviews, like, niggas, niggas don't talk hip hop with you. I don't know. Shit. Well, because you make you 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 you, you say wild shit, bro. And I don't think it'd be really that wild. It don't be to you, but to the rest of the planet, it's wild shit, bro. That, but that's because I genuinely think they never thought about it. Somebody said something to them, and then they ran with that. Because it, 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 they don't care about the thought behind it. They just want to click. No, they didn't think behind it. Like, if somebody runs and say Illmatic is better than Life is Good, it's because that's the thought. That's the group thought. It's not because most likely you listen to those two records back. The difference with me and people is I actually think about the shit I'm saying. That's it. Swear to God, I thought about it. And I thought about it longer. You best believe if I'm telling you life is good, I played those records back to back. And then it was like, this record is better. Not greater, 
but better. Which automatically, inherently does not make it true. And that's the beauty of music because it's yeah, a perspective, right? Because yes. that's the point of it. But trust me, if you got fucking ears, you'll be like, oh, I see what he's saying. Even if you don't agree, you'll be like, oh, I get his point. Okay. And I ain't got, we ain't got much time. I know I'm only supposed to get an hour. Top no, we can five. Do whatever you want. We're here. Top five albums. We're here. We can do it as long as you want to do it. Uh, Top five albums. My favorite or the best or the greatest top five albums? The greatest top five albums. Okay, because that's different. And I'm talking about sales. That's I'm different. About, yes. You got to have sales. We got to, some of us in the world got to be in agreement. It don't got to be, one got to name the most successful, but some of us got to that, be. In that's agreement. all I'm saying. Got so you. the top five albums, right? So no order. Okay. Doggy style. Yeah, yeah got you. 400 degrees. I'm not going to argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. 400 degrees. Blueprint. Blueprint okay. Blueprint by J, right? Um, hmm. It's getting fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> funny. Hold up, because I got, I got, oh, let me get it off. Country grammar. Right, I know, right? I, I, I'm, I'm struggling because it's like, I, see, it's, it's between country grammar College dropout. Don't get rich and die trying. No. Oh. No. no, no, no. Because get rich and die trying didn't launch a movement. It just launched fifth. Like actually, that was the end of street urban rap. Like to me, Fifty Cent is the reason we lost it to s- suburban America. I mean, but country grammar didn't start no movement, nigga. Well, it depends on how you look at it, right? It, it did, you, right? You get a microscope, you can get a telescope, it don't matter. <laughs> well, it did, right? It, it validated it Nelly. No, it validated the singy songy rap that we hear from the Midwest. Bone did that, bro. Nah, but they didn't really and I was thinking about that, right? But I don't think they have the record that did it. Right? They have a songs that did it. I don't think they have the album that did oh, it. Man. It's you said the album. It's nineteen ninety nine. Creeping on the come up, even though that was an EP. That's what I'm thinking. I was thinking creeping on the come up, uh, uh, college dropout, or Nelly Country Grammar. I and would, I, actually, and I would say that college dropout launched a movement way more than like Country Grammar didn't launch a movement. Yeah, it, it caught lightning in a bottle. Not, not, not. You know, man. Uh, let me hey, tell you something, dog. I was going like, downtown, boom, boom, too. Nah, but it, it validated kind of the Midwest in a way that it never saw it before. And see, most of us in the Midwest don't look at them niggas as the Midwest, bro. Yeah, I know, but that's because Detroit niggas have a supremacy well, that's over true. the rest of the Midwest. Yeah, we, well, yeah. Y'all, Detroit, and we, we all in Chicago battle for it. Yeah, yeah. But really, you know what I mean? Like, St. Louis is kind of the heart and soul of the Midwest. We look at them niggas as down south niggas, man. I understand, and they not. That's just not even fair. <laughs> not even right. It's so fucking prejudice, <laughs> so It's not true. Right, but, but I'm not mad if you swap any of those three records. 
But okay. for me, country grammar, right? Because country grammar validated the style that became the Midwest. Like I think before that, you had really fantastic MCs. Common, you had some really Twister, because he's a he's one that don't get a lot of credit. Eminem is another guy that don't get a lot of credit. Um, Twister Slum, it's some dope shit. But I'm saying, I think Nelly. I know it sounds crazy, right? But Nelly showed that the Midwest could stand on their own with nobody. Like just some St. Louis niggas. Yeah, Who man, the fuck it. is J.E.? You know what I mean? This is crazy. There's no big stamp from Eric Wright. There's no stamp from Jay-Z. It's just these St. Louis niggas. You know what I mean? With this kind of R&B style that's the heart and soul of the Midwest, the rhythm and blues. You know what I mean? So you asking me, that's going to be four. Like, right? I, I give that record a lot of credence. Yo, and I got I gotta say, man, no disrespect to Big Court, because I know that I know that's you know, that's where you're from. Who? Big Court. Court from Louisiana, eh? No, Court is from St. Louis. Well, well yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Court is from St. Louis, yeah. Yeah. No disrespect, bro. It's a big nigga. I don't want I don't want him jumping on me. No, 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 no. Court ain't gonna jump me. <laughs> I'm just talking shit, bro. <laughs> no, what's crazy is I, I, we have another conversation, but let me give you the fifth one. Bad. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because to me, that showed that hip hop can come together. You got all these West Coast producers producing this motherfucking Queens nigga. Nigga, LL, bro. That's hip hop's first superstar. He's the the original guy that took hip hop in every house outside, you know, obviously Run DMC, which was, they were stars. And going to see that, you know who else is completely. Tragically underrated in hip hop is Houdini. I don't know why people don't talk about the shit that Larry Smith was doing in general. Them niggas, man. And, he, and Larry Smith was funky as a motherfucker first. And to this day, nigga, they got shit that if you put on, no matter right now, who, sonically, it's still good. I agree. They, from from eighteen year olds to fifty year olds, niggas can hear that shit and go. Yes, I don't know. I don't know why. And and I'm sorry because when I talk about the rappers, I always talk about the producers because that's the music. But like. Shit, Larry Smith was doing is out of this world. I don't quite know why he don't get the credit. That's a great point. And them niggas was mad. And I remember, like, I, I remember being a teenager going to see the Fresh Fest. Yeah, I wasn't even old enough, but I remember that nigga music. Nigga, talking about them niggas. It was them and LL, like Run DMC, did they think another person who was completely out of left field and probably one of the top three live shows I've ever seen was MC Hammer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, top three performers: uh, Tech Nine, MC Hammer, and Buster Rhymes. I would say Scarface. Scarface is nasty, well, but you can't bring Scarface. You can't bring God. You can't bring God in mortal conversations, bro. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. We talking about regular people walking <laughs> earth. Not like God. Cousin. I'm serious. Bro, that nigga has a rap because on my favorite Scarface album, Made. Not The Fix, not Untouchable, not Diary, not none of that. Made. My favorite. This is how you know I'm a real Scarface. Made. Niggas don't even know about Made. I will never violate the code to the streets. And I will never make a promise that I know I couldn't keep. You mean to tell me that's not God? Nigga. Who, what other person in music talk like that? What other Yo. person breathing air? That's like Mr. Rogers from some nigga from the ghetto. That nigga gotta be, you know what I mean? Like that nigga gotta be God epitomized in hip hop. 
Yo, um, and at the risk of sounding redundant on my show, I got a chance to meet that nigga after the show a couple of years ago. And we sat probably two hours after his show, nigga, and just listened to this nigga talk. And he was who you think Scarface is. Shit yeah. was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. That nigga heard Council these Nuts. That nigga said classic and sent fired emojis. Man, I almost climbed up like a girl. <laughs> All the you know what I mean? <laughs> like that, that's how I knew my record was dope. That nigga sent them fire emojis. I said, holy shit. That nigga is the nigga, man. Like that's I don't even compare face to other niggas, dog. It's not even fair. That's like comparing God and shit. What's your favorite song off of Council These Nuts? It changes. Um, this week, probably Fed Up. Okay, I see that. And for a long time, The Loke was my favorite, but Fed Up is my favorite. The Loke is crazy because The Loke is quiet on the set in WA. Ren, remember when Ren was riding by himself, quiet on the set? Yeah. And Chubb Rocks treat him right. And it was dope because I was trying to have Howie T mix it, right? I was like, yo, I'm going to have Howie T mix this. You know what I mean? Because I did all my homework over these years. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I got me a fast... Yo, this is a motherfucking Big Daddy Kane, right? It's 110, 112. I'm, I'm, I'm in them R's, you know what I mean? I'm way up in them BPMs, <laughs> like them legendary 80s niggas. You couldn't tell me that I wasn't a legend at that point. Now, I'm up in the, you know what I mean? Like, I'm up with these legendary New York niggas rapping that talking crazy. I thought I was Kane rapping on that song. So I reached out to, I tried to get a line on Howie T, and I ended up getting a line on Chubb Rock. And I said, he said, man, what you trying to have him do? And it's Chubb Rock. Now, mind you, I'm a little kid. And Chubb Rock was that, that nigga you seen. And that nigga shit was rocking. So I sent him the record. I was like, yo, I'm trying to get Howie to mix this. And he sent me back to me. He said, hey, that shit hard as a mother. I said, oh, my fucking God. Chubb Rock said my fucking song was hard. And it's, it's Chubb. Like, this is what, you know, when I first started the song, obviously, it was Ren, right? I, this attitude. And I'm getting off. And I'm working on the hook. And... Listening to treat him right is how I figured out how to close the hook to make the hook right. So when this he said it, I was like, right there too. This is crazy. Howie T ended up being overseas. I think he's somewhere like in uh PR or something. But he was like, Yo, this shit is dope as fuck. And to hear him say that and like this is somebody to listen to as a kid, that shit was fire. Yo, I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like you are so not the 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 person I would have envisioned having this conversation with. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you're gonna be crip walking across the set, blue rags everywhere, and, and cuz every 32 seconds. Like, nigga, your hip hop encyclopedia, nigga, is I don't know if I, I don't know if I had a conversation with. I've talked to everybody from fucking Chuck D to high tech. Well, you know what, them niggas been living it. It's a joy in it talking to me. You know what I mean? It's still new discoveries. Like I'm playing records that you probably heard and forgot about, and I'm they're joyous to me. I'm like, this shit is, you know what I mean? Like jumping back, listening to, you know, it's it's a people think it's about intellect or smart, but really, you what you hear when you hear me talk about hip hop is joy. Like I, I feel like I'm so grateful that we all like we created something in all of these ghettos to give us another opportunity because they took everything from us. So you got to believe when I hear you know Sada Baby and I'm listening to the production and. Detroit and I'm the new production. I'm listening to what we doing. I'm like, oh, it's kind of close. We got to figure out how to, you know, I'm, I'm excited at every level for it. 
You know what I mean? Like even when we talking about the South or the Midwest or we talking about oh. the East Coast or anything else that our ghetto. The side of baby joint with King Von, nigga. I haven't heard that one. Nigga. Shadow Baby is like my favorite Detroit rapper today. Royce is my partner. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm a fan of him. So it's the point I'm saying is I love this shit. It's a joy about it when I talk about it that people don't really have. Nigga. Or I, even I, the arts itself. Like yeah. I talk to crazy legs, bro. I st- right now I'll be DMing crazy legs. I'll be like, crazy, what about this? Man, don't listen to me. Them niggas crazy. You know what I mean? It's a joy about it. <laughs> I sat down with Eric B and had fish. You know, Eric B is a politician in New Jersey. I sat down with cuz and had fish. You know what I mean? Fries. This is my favorite dish. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a different joy if I'm talking to Kane or if I'm talking to Chris. You know what I mean? If I'm talking, I know them differently now. You know them. They were the guys you heard them when you was growing up. You're like, oh, this nigga's hard. Like, not to me. They're like, oh, these are the heroes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you, like, the, 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 the one moment that stands out for me, hip hop wise, was EPMD. You know what's funny? Uh, so all my older homies, that's their shit. And it's funny because I saw an Instagram post where Snoop was talking to EPMD, and I don't think they really understood what he was saying. He was talking to Red Man, EPMD, EPMD, like Trey D and all them, all these legendary dudes. All my older homies from my gang and shit. That's their shit. You can't tell them, nigga. I'm talking about more than Ra, more than any of that shit. Chris, you know what? They captured the crack era unlike anybody else. And not that they was talking about crack, but they were like, I remember hearing uh, you guys to chill. Coming Coming out of Henry Ford High School, it was a fucking beautiful ass sunny day. I come out and I see one of the, 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 the trap stars in our hood Sitting in front of the school in a drop top Mustang, bumping you guys to chill. I can I can see it, I can smell it, I can I can visualize everybody that was right there. I know who that nigga is, what he looked like, the whole like them niggas captured like they was paid in full the soundtrack. What's crazy is bro, before e before like I've been trying to do a whole EP with Eric Sarney. I understand that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like even right now, he's so fucking good. Like, he just ain't tripping. But, like, I'm like, yo, let's do it. He's like, all right, let's do it. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's really just knock out Eric Simon and Glasses Lope. Like, like, it'll mean something here. Like, I'll be exposing. One thing that I'm grateful for, honestly, dog, the niggas that's older than me, like Face, my predecessors, Ice-T, they listen to me. Kendrick, Younger homies, Zoe Summer, they listen to me. So there's a lot of gap bridging that I can do as an artist still that that this opportunity wasn't available 20 years ago for artists. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just telling Too Short, texting him, saying, like, you're the reason I started looking up funk. So it's a lot of things that I can do as an artist that I can bring EPMD to niggas that's 20 because niggas 21 is listening to me based off of Tupac Must Die. Niggas is 28 is listening to me on the West based off that good. So I can bridge these really dope hip hop gaps. You know what I mean? And I just, I'm super persistent on being successful enough to warrant anybody who I want to fuck with having to fuck with me. Nigga, I need to hear that one. Yeah, like I'm on, I'm not giving up. I've been, 
Eric Sermon is probably the guy I'm going to get. I'm like, we can bring the ghettos cuz together because it's all the same shit. Nigga. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I I need to hear that. Just that that one right I'm, there. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm fucking working on it. Come on, E, E, what you doing, bro? I don't know you like that, man. You know what's crazy? One of the greatest mistakes I made, I brought my street pride into hip-hop when I first started. So if you rejected me, I'd have been like, all right, whatever, I'm going to do my own thing. Fuck you. You felt some type of way about it. Mine is to feel in some kind of way. You just talk to, even if I don't, if I'm not upset, like, I'll just move on without you. Like, I won't, you know what it is, cuz? I wouldn't. You didn't have to tell me no. If you just half-assed didn't pay me enough attention, I just went past you. Yeah. Now, cuz, you got to tell me no. You got to tell me no. You got a hell of a team rocking with you, too, though. Say who? You got a hell of a team rocking with you, too. Yeah, the people that fuck with me love me. You know what I mean? They going to be down with me. You know what I mean? Because they know genuinely I love this shit. And, you know, obviously, as an independent, you don't got millions of dollars to pay everybody, so they just got to fuck with you. Yeah. But if, if something I could offer anybody that watch your show that's an MC, make these niggas tell you no. You don't you, you know, walk the boundaries of being a pest, but make them tell you no. Don't assume it's a no. Niggas got their own world going on, cuz. Make them tell you no. If you got to hit a nigga once a week, hey, man, you know, I sent it this. I really would like to get with you. Make them tell you no. I and, make, and, and let me cut you off right here. It, matter of fact, you got to read the no, too. Because sometimes it, it ain't a no, nigga, stop fucking with me. It's a no, not for right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah trust me. Cause and, I, and, it's and, been some niggas I've been wanting to interview for three, four years, and I just waited. What's crazy is your fucking platform is fantastic. You have insanely great questions. You you you, you think, I mean, really, this is kind of what I used to thought. This is what I thought hip hop was going to be. You know, great reporters pushing you, you know, and putting you in a corner and challenging your intellect and now it's just like niggas let you just get up there and say anything. I heard a nigga tell uh, uh, my homie Bootleg Kev he, he had a college football deal worth $10 million and Kev oh, yeah, never put that, back bro. on him. I say that. Why man. you didn't call him a liar? Call that nigga. You <laughs> like, lying. Nigga, <laughs> something, man. At least the looks on my face would have let you know, nigga. I know you lying. Oh, bro. fuck all that, man. <laughs> something I don't know. <laughs> How are we going to move the culture if we. Hip hop is America's last hope. The day we lose authenticity. If I'm not gonna call Drake for wearing a dumbass rainbow clips out or that silly shit, it's over. America is done. It truly becomes Sodom and Gomorrah. Cause like hip hop is America's last hope. This is it. Niggas uh because if you cut off a certain individual and like like look at what Drake did to uh Joe Buttons, and I fucks with Drake, and I thought it was right what he said with, about Joe Buttons. However, You don't need to go through all of that. If somebody gives you a bad review on a project, it's just a bad review, bro. Imagine me giving a fuck that a Jewish man is rich and about be it, bragging about being rich. Nigga, don't try to relate to us, nigga. I'm not fucking with that. Listen, them niggas, first off, Joe is a Drake fan. But imagine him telling he got a six. You know how many Jewish... What the fuck are you talking about? You ain't went through none of the trauma of coming up through none of this hardship. Nigga, no. Hell no. It's it's, I mean, it's it's too much politics in the shit. And, and my it ain't no politics. It's bitch ass niggas and real niggas. If Joe sit up there, let that nigga say that shit to him, he went out like a hoe. And Joe, I know Joe. 
But that's some nigga. Don't get at me like that, nigga. You didn't lost your mind. Talk about your money, nigga. You the fuck you talking about? And that's what happened. Hip hop used to be the voice of poor communities. Now they're the voice that antagonizes poor communities, that don't support poor communities. That oh, you know, they didn't say no, bitch. Your life changed, nigga. People still right now. You see hip hop talking the worst about sexy red. You know what I mean like nothing okay. else. Oh, I, I got, I got, I got nothing good to say about sexy red, bro. But that's the point. Don't never let your age and your circumstances let you forget what we go through. You don't gotta talk bad to encourage somebody to do better. That was what they were saying about y'all. I, I, yeah, I, I will, I will say that, and and I will say that my generation f- forgets a lot y'all of shit. Y'all became Dolores Tucker, and nigga, she was right. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. No, she was not right. Yes, she, she was, she, being, I, I she was intellectually the, lazy. She did not. She want wasn't a hundred percent right, she but not, she was definitely she right was to an not extent. Right at zero percent. Yes, yes, she was, bro. No, she you was. Can't, you can't tell. Matter of fact, I, um, uh, uh, what's old boy from Souls and Mischief that I interviewed? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, bro. But anyway, he was telling me he was uh in the room at, at, at the record company when the word came down that they can no longer promote positive shit it's either got to be super syrupy goofy shit or straight up killer nigga shit it was no it was no tribe called quest it was no uh uh de la soul type of shit none of that you either had to be killer niggas or you had it to be uh 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 tone low type of niggas well you got to figure out humans infatuations with violence to understand why white people want to market it well yeah but we used to have a balance when? Somewhat. When, when, in the 70s when we had all black exploitation films? No. When, when when I was listening, when I really came into listening to hip hop, I had choices. You know, I could listen to Kwame have, and the fucking polka dots. You have choices now. You just you can't get mad that they're not mass marketing healthy food. And I will I'll give you that. I'll say that my choices, I didn't have to I I didn't have to actively look for the choices. Now we we didn't gotten lazy because we want everything put in front of us. Yeah, you like oh, well, you ain't. I'll give you that. Yeah, so so what I'm saying is, there's always been positive options, but why America wants to sell McDonald's more, <laughs> more than simply salad is is obvious. You know what I mean? It's, it's convenience, man. Convenience is the killer of quality. You know what I mean? It's, it's 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 look again. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses for our circumstances and how we respond to them. But it's our right to express them artistically. Like we shouldn't be trying to silence generations because we don't like where they're at. We should be trying to figure out what's wrong with them. Right. And then help from there. But if you're blaming the mirror for how society is looking, that's just ridiculous. If your if your goal is like take the mirrors away versus saying, you know, why are these people killing each other? Like what's going on to where they don't have a value of life? If you go to Chicago, where them little niggas from, trust me, you're gonna be able to figure out real fast what's missing. Okay, but I, 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 I'll say it this way: sure. even amongst the most hardened criminals, there are certain crimes that are out of pocket, out of bounds. That even the most hardened criminals doing seventy-four life sentences in Pelican Bay, looking at this nigga like, no, that's out of pocket. You did X, Y, and Z, and you can't be here. Yes, in hip hop, like, there needs things, in hip hop there that, needs to be the same thing. There's yeah, certain but, shit that should just be out of fucking bounds, and you shouldn't be here. But like what? 
like sexy red. I don't want to hear. I don't want my granddaughters hearing my booty hole is brown. Her that booty hole is brown too. I don't want. You know what? Find out on your own. I don't want to know about it. You know, girls' booty holes is brown. I don't want to hear about it on the radio. But, but my point to you, <laughs> you gotta admit. Okay, so look, look, I'm not gonna stop being an old nigga with an opinion, bro. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but you should also remember you was a young nigga and you liked Luke at one time. That's what you should do. She remember you was yeah. a young nigga, and, 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 and you know, you know, know what the problem with that was. As soon as I had my first daughter, I remembered. Damn, I like Luke. And I was horrified that now some other nigga that's gonna date my daughter like Luke too. So then, what are you mad at? I'm I'm mad at my choices for one. For you two, you have more choices. I don't I don't want my grandkids to have choices to listen to certain shit. The same shit you listen to. Yes, <laughs> yes, nigga, yes. <laughs> what you want me? To I'm a hypocrite, nigga. I'll be watching a minute. That we good. I ain't mad. Yes. Oh, I no problem. Part, 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 of, part of the reason I kept my thorns, you know, on, 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 on my situation is I don't have children. So I don't need the world to be better. If this yeah. mother, like I said, like the intro of the album says, let this motherfucker burn because you motherfuckers ain't doing right. So our, our, I just don't want us to forget we were poor at one time. I don't want us to forget we had Luke. <laughs> I don't want people to forget we had this. We're not doing sexy red is not something new. She's Joy from Friday, Ice Cube's girl that was no, laid se up. Sexy red is fucking night. Satan. I'm sorry, I'm not no. getting no pass on this one. Not, no, not you. Not. Her. She's horrible. She's got nothing. She's oh, a regular ghetto kid that has really great production behind her. Go, really go great. No. You talking about Suki? Now Suki is like that. Suki's a fraud. Call it what you both of them nasty. No, sexy red is genuine. The genuine article. <laughs> She's a whore. She's a hood rat. That's happened. I'm cool with that. Listen. At the end of the day, Tay Keith is doing her music. Tay Keith did sicko mode. Tay Keith did nonstop. My favorite Drake song of all Drake songs. Like Tay Keith is a monster producer, and he's producing the music. It's not like this girl. She's a she's a decent songwriter. Maybe like a. C plus songwriter, you know what I mean, right? She, I'm because her shit is catchy, right? So you, 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 you had to push yourself for the C plus too, bro. Yeah, well, because she's not a horrible songwriter. She actually kind of has some catchy shit. Like you knew a word of the song. That's important, right? And then you have this A plus producer producing it, and then you have this 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 kind of this urban, you know, this, this street urban story of a person that we all know. Like we all know that type of. Hood rat girl. No, nigga. Even yeah. when I was her age, nigga, I was not fucking with her element. No, Did I didn't you want know that. Them? Huh? Did they exist? Yeah, long enough to say, get away from me. I got better quality. Yeah, but but not me all the time. Sometimes I did like the hood rat girls. Oh, that's that's You have Sorry. to experience life. Some people try drugs. I might have tried a hood rat. Yeah. Some of the hood rat experiences wasn't that bad, neither. I'm not bringing the hood rat home to mommy. But you're not supposed to. I don't think that's my point. Hood, I don't think that, no that is my point. Somebody yeah, need to be listening to her like they used to listen to Richard uh, Pryor albums back in this this, this early '80s in a closet like this. You need to hide that shit. Millie Jackson the same way. Black exploitation films was the same way. Yes, that's why that shit wasn't mainstream and everybody couldn't watch that shit. 
Sexy Red ain't mainstream. She not finna sell diamond. She finna sell gold. Nigga, she is mainstream. I heard you can hear her on the regular radio station. Yes, but that's not mainstream. Just only in urban stations. There's a whole world sexy red is not exposed to. Her. Right. Well, I keep keep them to the suburban stations. I don't want her in our shit. Why? Because that's what black exploitation shit was at. Right. I don't want that black exploitation shit. So did <laughs> No. No, nigga. <laughs> But like, then how do you then how do you feel like you deserve what you got but nobody else deserves what they can get? Look, Mag, Mag the Stallion is enough. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Mag is actually not even nothing like this. And all, I have not Mag seen her like, face. I have not seen Mag her face like, in I don't know how long. Meg is like if Bud B is a rapper as a girl. That is enough for me. No, no. That, that is as far as the boundary I want to see. Except you had Luke. And Luke was fantastic it, and you know it. It was not right, bro. And nigga was horrible. How was he horrible? Bro, have you ever seen a Luke show, nigga? No. Right. I have. It was horrible. Were the girls there? Nigga, I went to I went to Freak Nick, nigga. Personally, twice. Was it, was it girls there? Nigga, it was it was Sodom and Gomorrah. We should have all burned up. We should have spontaneously combusted. It's not Sodom and Gomorrah. Freak Nick? No. Shit. What? Fucking. Nigga, I saw butt-ass people naked. Plenty of butt-ass naked people in the regular street on top of cars, nigga. Just naked? Just naked. What's wrong with that? It sounds like heaven. Not in downtown Atlanta in the middle of the fucking day. I mean... That's not normal, bro. It's not normal, but hip-hop is not normal. It is the upside down. It is this world that doesn't exist to the rest of the country. Okay, yeah, but there are also extremes to it that really shouldn't be shown to the to the general public. The general pub, you're not general public. At, at Freak Nick, nigga, you're not you're not general public. Yeah. You are not as much as you want to assimilate into mainstream. You're just not. You still not, a nigga that came up the hard way in the deep. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. I'm not saying that I'm like super. You know, Iowa general public. No, yeah, I'm not. You're not, but, you're but not, what you're I'm not saying is over Beyonce. I, I, you ain't no, there. I'm, no, I'm not. No, that's, 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 that's outlandish right there, bro. Like, no, that's, that's not. That's mainstream America. That's mainstream America. Yeah, you just became seated Lawrence Tucker. What I'm saying is you have to enjoy. That don't mean you got to enjoy sexy. But sexy obviously is a little too young and too ratchet for you, right? You have children. You worried about influences, blah, blah, blah. You can't take it like I do. Because I'm, exactly. I'm not, I don't, I don't really over enjoy sexy right i just look at it like, oh, that's okay I, I break down what it is okay cool next yeah but, but it stops at you no but i'm saying younger people that's their uncle luke that, right that they and there's a problem it. no we should not you can't turn this society like you can't be like dr cocktoo because from like demolition man and turn this into an all positive society like you know no need no, no I'm, I'm just saying that the fringes Sometimes you got to cut the fringes off. This is not a fringe. Sexy been, is the fringe. We've been talking about people like that in, 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 in for 30 years, 40, 50 years. Now we just hearing from them ourselves. Like it was, yeah. it was cool. It was cool when Joe, when Joe didn't give that money to the prostitute. Joe, you, Joe, did you take my money? You take my hundred dollars? That's right, bitch. That's right, bitch. You ain't worth no hundred dollars. I am Joe Blow, the love of man. You should be paying me, bitch. You you you, you got to get better hobbies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you heard that on Dolan. I am Joe Blow, the never man. You should be paying me, bitch. Now we're hearing from the prophet. Give me back my money, man. That right, little pussy you, ain't worth no hundred dollars. That movie is still go get you some, some douche potters. Keep it clean that, when I come back. There's a reason that movie is still not mainstream. Neither is Sexy Red. Yes, she is, bro. D- no, she's not. Yes, she Sexy is. Sexy Red is not Taylor Swift. She, no, no, no. Okay, Taylor Swift is 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 uh, mainstream. She is beyond mainstream. No, she's just mainstream. Like you can't you can't say her. You're not gonna see Sexy Red in no Starbucks. <laughs> I don't know. I seen a uh, 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 fucking uh, ice spice in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Cause Dunkin' Donuts is struggling. They not even mainstream American no more. Really? They reaching. They trying to hold on. They like got it. They holding on. They they all run the hip hop when they when they struggling. They be like, we need to get one of those. Yeah. Hey, if I see a booty hole brown commercial, bro, I'm just going for Starbucks. I would die. <laughs> I'm just fucking throw my TV. I, I, I'd be worried. I'd be worried. Listen, Sexy Red is very much just a, a really big urban act, as she should be. No, she shouldn't. She represents one of our most under, no. under her. No, no. Keep them, hold, keep them holes hidden. No. No, I don't want your booty Let hole. Let them holes have a voice. Close your booty hole up and, and, and diet. I don't want to hear about it. Let them holes have a voice. No, they deserve no. a voice like we are. The no, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, I got to get out of here, man. My man. My old lady is about to be tripping on me. Yo, this was a phenomenal ass conversation though, bro. I have absolutely got to thank you, man. Um, I will drop a couple clips and then I'll probably drop it like Friday. Let me know. I I want some of them. Yeah, I got, yo. (laughs) I hope, man, I'm going to definitely recommend you for a lot more artists. Um, Keep it authentic, man. Keep your space. If niggas is being hoes, fuck these niggas, man, because uh, (laughs) what you do for hip hop is very important. Um, just just really brilliant, brilliant questions, man. I appreciate it, man. You 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 top notch, cause for real. I appreciate that, man. That means a lot, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm still not. I'm never going to agree with you on sexy red, though, man. But okay, man, you can if, know. People, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to they want to cop the project. i Oh, the only place I want I don't want to advertise none of those sessions, social media. If you go there, that's fine. I'm there. TheCrypstore.com. Buy my new album from TheCrypstore.com. You heard it from the man here. Don't you know, all the other shit. If you find yeah, anything, you shout find out to all them. If you want to do that, go on. You know, Spotify, Apple, all that's cool. TheCrypstore.com, though, is where the street shop at. Got you. On that note, man, if, if I don't know what I could possibly do for you, if you ever need anything, man, don't hesitate to to reach out. Man, just buy records, man, and let me know what's up with it. I got you, bro. Yes, sir. Much love. Much love, bro. All right. Y'all already know, man. Um, <laughs> Phenomenal conversation, man, with Glasses Malone. We only do legends over here. My name is Jobs. This has been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. On that note, man, I'm out. Y'all have a good one.